Hey Beaver fam, it's McKenna Martinez, forward for the Oregon State women's soccer team. You're listening to the Belligerent Beavs podcast. Chop them. RSV stands for Respiratory Synctial Virus. <laughs> or it stands for Really Stoked for Vegas, depending <laughs> on who you ask. Depending on which baby's DMs you're sliding into. <laughs> Two of us are going to be in America's playground and the other one is dying and can't even rant that much this episode but we are here it's episode 74 of the belligerent thieves podcast uh benny jim and lauren sebastian we hate benny with the good cough whatever is still on the drink rail at freezer stadium (laughs) jp bertram is still in the uber a nice spa at the comfort and it's, it's even though that's not where he stayed and i've never left squirrels and we still all have gold <laughs> this is your official home for beaver football stokedness and sickness Welcome to the Belligerent Beeves podcast, Beaver fam, my deliciously beautiful Belligerent Beeves co-host, Benjamin Lawrence Sebastian Weehage. How the hell are you? I'm doing so good. I am. I've been looking up YouTube videos on all the buffets that are going to be in Vegas open for us Ooh. and uh, other fun, cool things to do in Las Vegas other than just gamble. Although that will be fun, too. I fuck with a casino buffet hard. Oh, yeah. I'm shitty at gambling, and I basically don't even do it. I still enjoy casinos. The people watching is great. The drinks are great. Free. (laughs) Yeah. Free means great. (laughs) That's the voice voice of J.P. Bertram in Portland. (laughs) J.P. with the RSV or or C.O.V.I.D. Or J.P. is... Agent Zero for every cold season related illness possible. Uh, JP will not be going to Vegas uh, because of uh, uh, preconceived plans and travel ban. It would would kill him. There is a JP Bertrand travel ban in Vegas (laughs) until his immune system recovers. Um, But I I love the challenge of a casino buffet because I'm like, you really think I can't eat X amount of dollars worth of food here? Like, I know that you got those crab legs for 10 cents a pop. I'm eating a thousand of those crab legs. <laughs> and nine of those cents were spent shipping it through the desert. I'm taking you down, <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, man. I'm excited. And uh, Nevada legalized weed not too long ago. So I'm going to get you real high. And then we're going to go to a buffet. Dude. And, then, and then we will break the casino. All before 1130 a.m. All before 11 30 a.m. Right. on Saturday. <laughs> maybe maybe the kickoff time will change a few more times before we get there, Betty. Yeah, wait, they did change the kickoff time to what, 7 30? Yeah, because no. the, the Raider no, it was at yeah. 4 30 p.m. You local booked time. a flight <laughs> and hotel. Yeah, room, what Eddie didn't when, even know. When do you actually get in, Benny? Yeah. Wait, I get in. It's on Saturday, right? The game's on Saturday. Okay, I get in Friday. But the game is at 11.30 a.m. on Saturday now and 4.30 p.m. like it was supposed to be. 
Oh shit! They changed that recently. Then. They changed that okay. today. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> because they they flexed uh, Raiders Patriots into earlier in the day Sunday, I believe. Mm. Yeah, they lost the Sunday night spot. So yeah, so they they moved them from the Sunday night spot to the Sunday day spot. So they need the time to repair the turf at Allegiant Stadium. Got it. After we drag the Gators uh, scout team. Uh, backup scout team, whoever yeah. the Gators are sending to this game. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good on the Beavs. I, I know I just said I don't gamble, but in, I might have to put a lot of money on the Beavs in this one. Yeah, I am. Are you kidding me? I put money on the Beavs last <laughs> time we were in Vegas and the Beavs were playing in Vegas and they won. So it's a good luck charm to bet on them. The line went from Oregon State minus five and a half to minus nine and a half today. Oh, yeah. really? I wonder even why. With like three, but I, even, even with like a quarter, that's still like, that's a big shift as, as far as spreads move. And it'll probably be even more by the time the game starts. Anthony Richardson not walking through that door. Their backup quarterback really shitty guy really also shitty not guy walking through that door yeah percy harvin rex grossman not walking through that door <laughs> i hope the um absolutely psychotic uh super fan lady wearing the fucking shawl Kate. behind the florida basketball bench when we played them in the pk 3085 is there because i want revenge I know. And that really, really tan guy. Right. I hope he's there too. Oh, he's definitely going to be there. For he sure. You're not going to be, be able to notice him in Vegas where there's lots of really, really tan guys. I was going to say, that dude had Vegas written on his forehead. You know who gets noticed in Vegas, Benny? Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will. Oh, man. I, I am so excited, though. I'm excited to see you, Benny. Um, yeah, my, my dad... Uh, texted me with the words chop them and i said chop them he, he said do you want to go to the vegas bowl for your christmas present and i was like yeah <laughs> what how else could i possibly answer this question he was like, cool like we can get that done chop them and then i said chop them uh you, can, you can't spell chop them without dad and thanks terry's dad he has so many delta miles and he was like the I'm going to expire before these things expire, so I might as well give them to my son. <laughs> <laughs> and we're staying at the same hotel, right? We are. We are. Yeah. yeah. You guys share a uh, room? That, not, no. Not, no. But, but uh, apparently suites like, were like $30 more per night, so I, I sprung for a suite. Ooh, what? Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. We'll There's be... Yeah, don't ask for five seconds. You said you. Sprung. I wasn't even going to. All right, good. <laughs> well, maybe we maybe we are going to be staying in the same hotel room then. If Terry has a suite, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It wouldn't be the first time we stayed in the same hotel room in Vegas That's, before. But that is true. Is Mike Tyson going to be playing the piano in your suite? <laughs> if I'm that lucky. would be goals. <laughs> That would be our goal. That's your goal. Goals and also not goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it doesn't have to be. I've made it, mom and dad. <laughs> Mike Tyson is playing a piano in my hotel room. It's not a suite, it's just a regular sized hotel room. It's Jeez. actually my friends. <laughs> you ask for minimum five second request on this episode because you're sick. But now I, know, you're I said one. You're playing into one. so many references. So now I like 
<laughs> I, I've had three perfect ones already, and I can't. I well, can't pick the do best it. one because that's all you're getting is one. Oh wait, okay, okay, chill. I'm too sick, man. I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in your voice too. I know, I know. The only thing that will cure me is beer and talking to you guys until I cough one of my lungs out, right. one side we'll, of my lungs out. We'll wait well, here for yeah. that. Nice. That lung, that lung's the bad luck lung. So you just need to cough that lung out and. Then you'll be blessed with good luck. Mm, or right. bad lung luck. According to WebMD. Nice. <laughs> you said to get rid of one it's, of them. It's I should have known. I should have known. Yeah. I am I am curious. Uh, I'm curious if you're actually going to be uh, – I think you will be. I'm very curious to what you will be sharing with us during the Reagan beer segment, given how sick you are. Oh, it won't stop me. Yeah. There you go. That's a champ right there. <laughs> Right there, I Beaver fan. The get him, do get him the on listeners. the front of a Wheaties box. That's 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 your indomitable editor and producer and co-host, JP Bertram. Hey, if I came on the Peloton again today, which I did for the first time in a week, it was rough. What? what? It was Dude. rough. But oh, have you been man. have you have you been doing meditations to keep your ten thousand day streak intact? No, it's over. It's over. What? Yeah. Hey. Oh, man. Dude, you know I'm Cal, sick. Cal, you know Cal, I'm Cal really Ripken sick. took a day. Cal fucking Ripken took a day off. You can take a day off too. It's a new era. And now over. the Baltimore Orioles, Orioles have Adley Rutschman. And I love Orioles. Right. And you love Me Oreos. Me too. Dude, so Oreos good. fuck. Yeah. So good. Oh, man. Oreos, sponsor yeah, the pod. We yeah. somehow got on the topic of addicting foods in one of my group chats recently, and uh, UW Baba Ganoush uh, pointed out that Oreos – were his number one uh, addicted food. Mm. And I don't know that I totally agree because I've never just housed like 20 Oreos, but I do love Oreos. Oreo yeah. uh, Oreo Blizzard was my favorite Blizzard flavor as a kid at Dairy Queen. Yeah, Oreo milkshakes really slap hard. But sure. uh, yeah, I don't know. Oreos might be up there for me. No, right. see, I'm a savory guy, though. If I'm talking addictive foods, it's sour cream onion Pringles, dude. I can just Ooh. slam two cans of those once, without even Once you pop. Fun don't stop, baby. Don't stop. Fun don't stop. Yeah. I like Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its might Ooh. be mine. I can't put those down. Uh, so do you guys remember i think i sent you guys a picture of this this is like 10 years ago i was eating cheeses and i I got in my groove you know my cheese eating groove and i'm sure benny you you know what i'm talking about and all of all of a sudden i grab one and i feel like it all the whole box rattle i'm like what is happening so I keep pulling it out through the box, and out comes a cheese it at the tip of a string with like nine other cheese its also baked onto a string. Dude, that's like the golden ticket to Willy Wonka's Cheese It Factory. That's they what I thought. Change it in the book to the Chocolate Factory to not get sued for defamation, but it's really a Cheese It Factory. I sent, I sent them an email of it saying, did I just win the golden ticket? And they were like super apologetic. They're like, we'll send you like four free boxes. No, but please do not eat the cheese and string. You might die. <laughs> I think I still have a picture of it somewhere. It was so weird. That was like the weirdest moment wow. of my life. I was like just oh. chowing down. How did I miss it for so long? It was like almost empty. But it was a string and not a hair, right? Yeah, but it was like a, it was like a coarse string. It's like it was like even weirder. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Because like a hair, I'd be like, oh, I just break it apart. But like a string, I don't know. Or, they know. call it uh, string cheese for a reason. Oh, I do. I love, also string love string cheese. God, 
Is this the and that's it for episode seventy four? We're it. just oh, talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, the Beavs didn't have a football game this weekend, so we kind of have to. Uh, I, I wanted to say one more thing about Pringles, and I think I am going to burn my five second request for the episode uh, because this is an embarrassing mistaking uh, of lyrics. Uh, I've been known to think uh, lyric like dumb lyrics were lyrics a song in place of the actual lyrics. And one of my favorite songs by Chance the Rapper, 65th and Ingleside. JP, please play five seconds of 65th and Ingleside by Chance the Rapper. 65th and Ingleside, way before Jamie got his jingles right. There is a uh, passage in the song uh, that goes, way before Jamie got his jingles right, I was sleeping with you every single night, but I was still trying to act single right. 65th and Ingleside. I was stacking chips like bingo night for the longest time. <laughs> I thought chance was saying I was stacking chips like Pringle night. And I've got to say, <laughs> I like that version better. <laughs> I would have Pringles night. Uh, the equivalent of Pringles night every night. Pringles <laughs> are better than bingo chips. I have the la- yeah. I haven't played bingo with chips in a long time. You remember so, the the old Pringles commercials? Oh yeah. Remember the old where they're like, "Greasy's not fun." Uh 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 uh. Yeah. And it was people just wiping their greasy hands all over their yeah. clothes. Yeah, I do like, that every day. They're like, "We're not directly talking about Lay's, but we are absolutely <laughs> talking about Lay's." It was yeah. like yeah, it was like bags of chips look exactly like Lay's. Yeah. You also right. just feel yeah. you you feel like so superior in society when you can eat a potato chip. And wipe your hands and your clothes, and it leaves no grease. You're like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm that's magic. How, that's what I do. I'm untouchable. It just crumbs. Yeah. It also tastes better when it comes out of a container that used to contain tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, I can. I'm getting notes of Roland Garros in here. Yeah, and oh, that's that's Wimbledon for sure. <laughs> um, we're we're not here to talk about the most addicting snacks and their weird affiliations uh, in our mind. We are here to talk about. Oregon State sports. I thought you were going to say Oreos. Oreos. And <laughs> Oreos in Oregon State sports. Uh, you've probably heard Oregon State football into uh, the Vegas Bowl. Uh, God damn it. There's a, a million songs about Las Vegas. It's popped into my head. Uh, can't, can't ask do it. for. Uh, you already used your one, man. Uh, JP, please play five minutes of Ocean's Eleven starring George Clooney and uh, Brad Pitt. and. <laughs> Yeah, I already, I already used it. Maybe maybe Ben will have a good request later. But anyways, we are going to Vegas. Uh, Betty and I got our flights, and we're staying at the same hotel. Uh, let's not reveal the exact hotel, Benny. That uh, seems a little dicey. Yeah, we'll be we'll we'll be you know uh, we'll be meeting up. You know the scene in Casino where Joe Pesci drives the car through the dust, and it's reflected in Robert De Niro's shades. That exact spot in the desert is where Benny and I are meeting up. And then, then the world is our oyster. We so, need more Patreon members so we can afford hotel rooms. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be staying in some you know cozy holes in the desert. <laughs> and yeah, we're matched up with Florida. I was not aware until today that uh, Oregon State has never beaten an SEC school before. And this is a good opportunity for that. We're 0-11-1. What? So re- revenge for all. Uh, Who do we SEC tie? Tied LSU at one point. It was LSU or Georgia? LSU. No, no, we tied Tennessee. 
I'm just gonna keep naming SEC schools. <laughs> One of them. Part of and part of the reason we haven't played Vanderbilt. All right. Right. That's part right. Of it. Yeah. yeah cut Come to Corvallis, Vanderbilt, you goddamn cowards. Yeah. Wimps. Commodore Commodore cowards. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we haven't we haven't you know we it's it seems weird. It seems like only twelve SEC games ever, and you know, you have a, a big black eye of twenty eight consecutive losing seasons. <laughs> and it, it makes sense. Once, yep. uh, once the facts are in front of you, oh yeah, now I get it. Um, but we should we should beat this Florida team, Anthony Richardson, uh, for going uh, for for uh, to get ready for the NFL draft. Uh, some very very uh, unfortunate and disgusting uh, shit with uh, their backup quarterback Jalen Kitna as well. So they're down to their third quarterback. And uh, at least two other uh, Florida players have uh, said they're going to just get ready for the draft and not play this game. And I guess more. They have uh, like 13 or more already in the transfer portal. They have a bunch Mm -hmm. of guys in the transfer portal. We don't have a bunch of guys in the transfer portal. Ryan Cooper Jr. Sort of teasing everyone in the portal saying, man, the portal going up. And then John Dunmore responding, laughing. This was on Tuesday. And the portal was going up on a Tuesday. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, if you're a listener of this podcast, please pause the podcast and play five seconds of Tuesday by Drake. Because uh, um, that's when I would ask JP to play. Damn it. Damn it. Anyway, I love that our guys are noticing how many guys on other teams are in the portal. So good. And are laughing about it. I think that's a great sign. Okay. Especially coming from at least one guy that was in the portal not too long ago of course that came to us of course of yeah course. yeah things are good in uh beaver nation right now though we should talk about the one guy who did hit the portal we do um and J- jp's been on this for a while try- trying to find answers and that is uh now former oregon state quarterback chance nolan is officially in the transfer portal. uh hadn't been seen much or at all since the injury at Utah and since Ben Goldbranson over, I don't think this is overly surprising to uh, anyone to hear. Uh, but yeah, uh, a little un- given the way he uh, was playing and slinging it against Boise State and Fresno State <laughs> early in the year, I would not have predicted this uh, now. So it's honestly a little crazy to think about how unsurprising the news is. But uh, I get it. I think it makes sense. Uh, it's uh, names in the quarterback names in the portal are being linked to Oregon State, and of course we've got four star uh, potential prince that was promised, Aiden Childs coming up, and uh, Ben who <laughs> won a lot of games at the quarterback position. So <laughs> I, I can see why a chance would uh, take take a chance on another program. I will always remember uh, the goal line plunge in the twenty twenty Civil War, and just. Him not really winning the outright job either 2020 or 2021 and uh, having to earn it the hard way at the beginning of this year. And the dude, he played his ass off uh, for, for Oregon State. And I've seen him getting some flack from Beaver fans on on Twitter. And I'm just, you know, I'm no, nothing but appreciative no. for Chance and uh, hope to see him tear it up at the next stop. I think uh, I'd love to take a moment to talk about our Reagan beers segment and then toast to chance nolan yeah to send him off okay yeah and thank him for what he's done for our program absolutely um would you there's 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 the annual benny benny finger what annual or the annual per episode uh (laughs) once per year per episode once per year per episode uh i believe that's the start of a of a classic novel 
Um, but <laughs> JP, uh, dis despite being down, uh, you're, you're a little bit questionable with illness, but you are here. You are active and suited up, and you are also uh, uh, drinking up as well, which just shows speaks to your toughness and your commitment to yeah. the podcasting movement. Uh, yep. What do you have uh, for tonight's Reagan beer segment? Well, I am tough as nails, let me tell you. And you can hear in my voice that I clearly, clearly should not be consuming probably any alcohol right now, but... Or more alcohol. Or more alcohol. <laughs> it does or kill more, bacteria. Or more DayQuil, which I literally have. Ooh, or both. Or both. I'm, I'm waiting for the NyQuil, the six-hour point for the NyQuil, which is in T-minus 90 minutes. But I'm having uh, a beer I got from Tavor. Shout out Tavor. And it's a uh, IPA, not a double, but it's an IPA with peacherine hops. And it's called Operation Peacherine. Okay. Ooh. And you got a little badass looking, you know, princess dope Peach. Dope ass anime right there. Yeah. Oh, it is and Princess Peach. Yeah. She she looks pretty pretty badass. Yeah. Shout out Mario Brothers, both of them. Mm-hmm. Not I Peach. I love that game. And Peach. <laughs> She's not a brother, though. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite Mario, Benny? Luigi. I, mean, I like oh, the underdog. I meant game, but okay. Uh, and no. he's not. His name isn't like Luigi Mario. It's not what? Mario Mario and Luigi what? Mario. The Mario Brothers. <laughs> Whatever game has Luigi in it. <laughs> Mario Three. Okay. Yeah, good one. That yeah. game is so good. So good. Uh, so good. JP, what is the untapped score for this uh, Princess Peach tribute type deal? Uh. So I, I have to shout the brewery. It's called oh, Dark right. House Brewing Company, and they're based in Newark, Ohio. I don't think I've had them, but I've had something in Newark before. It's uh, 4.1, maybe okay. a 4.2, to be honest. It's growing on me. It's pretty yeah. dense. and I cannot see through it. When I had my first sip of it, though, it kind of felt uplifting. Like it was All like, ah, right. oh, it kind of soothed the throat and the trickled to the lungs and just made me feel... Like I ate a mushroom in the Mushroom Kingdom. Ooh, it's medicine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It sounds delicious, man. And it's a, good. and fun. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. Uh, Benny, Benny Dillum in Tacoma, rocking yeah. a sweet chop em snapback that you can get at belligerentbeeves.com slash merch. And a sweet and soft and Ooh. amazing Oregon State University t-shirt that you can get uh, from Homefield Apparel at homefieldapparel.com. No more, no, more, no more Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. You blew it. You're over. But the shirts <laughs> yeah. are still worth it. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Dress, get, go to those two websites and dress exactly like Benny, and you, you'll be you'll be the coolest coolest cat in your hood. I I do have to say number one, thank you. Um, number two, these Chopham hats, the snapbacks. Yeah. I, like I'm biased and looking through rose colored lenses when I say this, but like they came out real nice. So if you like snapbacks really and you're you're a part of the Chopham movement. Get right. your hands on one of these. They're they're great. And you can't um, spell chop them uh, on the snapback without hope either. That's it's, it's you right can't. There. I'm that's looking right. at it right now. Um, I am drinking Sapporo. Hell yeah! I love it when Benny Sapporo. Drinks. That sounds Japanese. Um, boy, it is Japanese. It might be. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. 
But and it is Japanese for do you guys remember? Fuck the ducks. Yeah, fuck the ducks. Yeah. So it there we go. It would be amazing if it actually was Japanese for fuck the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I but I do believe it's Japanese for a nine, number 96 sports podcast in Japan. Yeah, no, that that is true. It's both actually. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is it actually? It's both of them. It's oh. fuck the ducks and <laughs> shout out to oh, the number not, 96 podcast yeah, in our country. We're not, we're not, we're not being, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> how, how is this specific Sapporo? Has it been It tastes fridge? like victory. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's good. It, it tastes better than last time. Love it. Yeah. We love, we love to see it. We love to see it. Um, well, not knowing how down on his luck JP was, I do, I do have a very JP tribute beer here that I picked up on my way home from work um, from Barrel Theory Beer Company, just across the river in downtown St. Paul. It's called The Last Drive-In, and it is a hazy double IPA with Simcoe Cryo. Mm -hmm. What is Simcoe Cryo, you ask? I'm not totally sure, but- science-y. Citra Cryo and Strata Hops. Are in this 8.2 ABV hazy double, uh, and I have a crowler up, and uh, this is what it looks like. It's also dense; it looks almost like a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Both uh, of you guys does, and it's wow. uh, it's it's very good. So I I think JP would give this. I'm gonna guess JP would give this uh, a 38.34 in honor of the exact score that <laughs> Oregon State beat a uh, certain football team last week uh but you know we ha- we had a number of hazy doubles that day so my memory's a little hazy anyone mm-hmm. who can uh, remember uh who Oregon State football played last week and beat by a score of 38 34 um i believe they did that too without even passing the ball for a while but that seems like crazy this this is a crazy dayquil infused dream that i had on saturday night that's (laughs) what it was i had this dream that we like i can relate that we went on like a 28-3 run and overcame a 21 point deficit without even passing but that's like some weird video game shit you know how your six-year-old does like weird stuff in madden just switch just teams. To, just to do it like we'll switch teams <laughs> to, to make it some like impossible scenario and just so that he can get through that impossible scenario in an even more impossible way yeah it had to have been all the drugs and hazy doubles i was on so i if, if anyone remembers what happened yeah <laughs> hit us up let remind us and we'll give you a we'll just give you a chop them we can't keep giving away free gear to every cool person yeah, there's, we you know, there's too many cool people. I, I don't think I've ever seen an orange Julius before, but both of your guys' beers look like they could be uh, an orange Dude, Julius. There right. is a there's a beer called I think it is like a King Julius or something Julius. There is one. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a couple and it's like one of the highest rated double IPAs like across I'm the United tap. States. Oh really? And like there's... I think it's in the Midwest. I think it's in Ohio or something or Michigan. Probably. I don't know. Okay. We we love our malls out in the Midwest, so we probably have more Orange Juliuses or <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> Orange Julii per capita. Uh, in, in the Minnesota malls, I can say I only ever saw like an Orange Julius Dairy Queen duel. Like I never saw Orange Julius in its own like mall kiosk. It was always sharing space with a Dairy Queen or something. Clackamas Town Center used to have an Orange Julius when I was like a little kid. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if I've ever had an Orange Julius. 
I, I again, I've I don't I'm I've not knowingly seen an orange right. Julius, the but color, that drink looks like it would exactly be one. Like orange I've seen one in Hawaii. I don't know why there was one in Hawaii. Really? I think it was in, I think it was in uh, Oahu. In Dude, you know what orange mm. drink go, secretly goes like really hard? The high Sunny C D. orange lava burst at McDonald's. Oh, I go to McDonald's all the time. Get that, so I'll get, grab that next get time. Get orange lava burst next time. It's easy right. to skip because it's like the one, like, it's not actually soda pop, but it's like more unhealthy somehow than, <laughs> than everything in there. Um, <laughs> Sunny D is a train wreck of a drink. Uh, it's disgusting. Even as like an eight year old, I remember having it being like, this is dog shit. And the type it's of kind of like a drinking emergency, which is what I have to drink every day now. Dude, I still drink emergency so every sugary. day. It, it, it's still it's a great way to just inject vitamins into you immediately when you wake up. So, shouts to emergency. Yeah! And we owe uh, let's cheers to Chance Nolan. Uh, cheers, Chance. Here's the best of luck. I'm glad. I'm glad we took a chance with you. I am too. Me too. And uh, you know, I think our, the original Chance Head shirt may still be on uh, belligerentbees.com slash merch. If it's not, no, I think it's gone now. Uh, we can, well, we'll make more. Maybe there's a special circumstance. Uh, Slide into the DMs. Reach out if you haven't to Ashton Batuso on Twitter and just check in on her. Make sure she's doing okay. The original Chance Head. She was. Um, and uh, also on Chance, real quick. Okay. I gotta say. He was the first. Uh, he was the first player on the team to get a belligerent beef sticker. Oh, oh he was. He was. Hmm. Yeah, C- courtesy of the fearlessness of the mini Bebe. Yeah, at po- nice. like, uh, nearly mid-interview on, on TV. On, on the oh, field, really? he was like talking to Ron Callen, and Everett was like, "Chance, here's a sticker." And he was just like, "Oh, oh, thanks, bud." Yeah. <laughs> And he looked at it and he was like, what? Like this little kid gave me a sticker of a beaver drinking a beer? Like, did you draw this? It's so good. (laughs) Did you draw this? (laughs) No, my dad did. (laughs) Uh, But I did, I wanted to offer one more toast um, to uh, the the one member of of this year's who is active through the whole season, uh, Rajon Wright, who just had thumb surgery and will not be playing in the Vegas Bowl as he gets ready for the draft. I don't think we can say enough about Rajon Wright. Obviously, the Wright brothers have been a massive part uh, of of this turnaround. And Rajon came in with a lot of hype from his uh, last chance U fame. Uh, and he more than lived up to it. One of our favorite players, uh, across the board uh, for the three of us and someone we all we're all bullish on too for his uh nfl uh adaptability too so 100 percent. i i think he's gonna be be a factor in the league and won't be surprised if we see his name uh early even earlier than his brothers was called so yeah and what round did his brother get drafted in again his brother was a third round pick yeah yeah uh but yeah so Rajon play played your absolute ass off. One of my favorite beers ever. Cheers. For sure. Hell yeah. Cheers. Thanks for playing at Oregon State, Ray. God damn it. That's one like where it's just like I think even started to quote tweet his original announcement and I just stopped because it was just like too sappy. And I can like I couldn't say like actual rational words <laughs> i know because it's like you know, to my life but you you know he's, get, he's gonna go and everything and you're happy for him uh trying to express the gratitude 
uh, and it's gratitude to a certain level that almost can't be expressed. So that's how I feel about you, Ray. Uh, thanks for everything you've done. 100%. And ball out. Oh, that was the Reagan beer segment. Let's get into a little bit more uh, football. Uh, wow. V- Viva. Viva Las Vegas, America's Playground. Going to the Vegas Bowl again for the first time when the game's at Allegiant Stadium. No big-ass trek out to Sam Boyd and wherever the fuck that was. Benny, you and it I was were, somewhere. We got hooked up by a friend who, like, had a shuttle guy. Had, like, a Nevada shuttle guy on speed dial, and it was still miserable. So I can't imagine anyone... Uh, who had to pay like an Uber to get? Well, they didn't even have Uber at that point. No, um, I did not go to the How BYU Vegas Bowl. Twenty one. Yeah, it was. There was an Uber in two thousand nine. I know. Talk about now. <laughs> oh, I now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like maybe legally thirty four, physically ninety, mentally ten. Does that answer your <laughs> condescending yeah. ass question, JP? <laughs> Uh, we match up with Florida, and I think this is a great matchup for us. As we mentioned, uh, Florida is coming in looking uh, pretty goddamn depleted. Uh, no huge surprises uh, on the injury front for us. Uh, um, I believe uh, Carter Baines of BeaverBlitz.com did report that. Uh, in addition to right, uh, Luke Musgrave <laughs> will not play in this game. Uh, <laughs> what? We, ha- we haven't seen since Fresno, so I don't think anyone was expecting it. Um, but that uh, the good news that Damian Martinez, uh, our boy, is uh, is good to well, go. Well, like he told us last week, he did say, yeah. "I'm good." Yeah, he said he was good to go and he was good. He was on the uh, he was on the field after the Civil War, uh, smiling, taking pictures with the rest of the running back room, taking pictures with fans. So you know, it, it looked. It looked upbeat from from the outset. Uh, he's thirty yards shy of one thousand on the season, which would just be a special milestone for him. Uh, but so Benny, you and I, we're gonna be in the house. I haven't been to a Beaver Bowl game before. Uh, you are you are Mister Sun Bowl. You are Mister Sun Bowl yourself. Yeah, I know we're 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 not in El Paso. Uh, we're in the El Paso of Nevada, though, probably, and. <laughs> <laughs> With with what I think will be a, a very fun uh, late morning, early afternoon for uh, the Beaver football team. So just now yeah. that some of the news has come out, Florida seems to be you know kind of punting on on the opportunity. It's it's not the same team that beat Utah and Cam Rising in that great game at the Swamp in Week One. No, uh, but as Dashell pointed out on Twitter today, years from now, no one's going to remember that detail. People are just going to see Florida, and they're going to see the Gator Chomp, and they're going to see the SEC opponent, and they'll be like, was Urban Meyer still there in the 2022 Vegas Bowl? And we'll be like, yes. Yes, he was. And I beat him at craps the night before and the night after. <laughs> yeah, man. I Like, I think we do have a really good chance to beat an SEC school, and that's a big thing. Like, that's – that's huge. The SEC is, uh, it certainly, um, distinguished itself from certainly the PAC 12, maybe not so much this year, but in, in years past. And that's a, that would be a big deal if we beat an SEC school. I think it will be weird to have a game in Vegas that early. 
Um, <laughs> but I'm down. Uh, I'm wait, excited. Wait, 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 wait. Is it late? It could be late. It's it. No. Uh, well, wait, what? I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, oh, oh. depending upon no. how your night goes, that could be oh, a late man. game. Will we, will we be oh, saying good God. morning or good night to each other when we see each other at the game? Exactly. Right. I mean, think about it. Like, oh. it could be the casino all the way until 11 a.m. and not realize that the sun even rose. So, uh, and so yeah, uh, right. The That's thing true. about that is, I cannot be out at the casino all the way until 11 a.m. and and then make it to a football game. Yes, you can. No, no. no. What oh, am I man. doing? I, I don't even – we just talked about this. <laughs> Neither of us love gambling that much. What am, I, <laughs> what am I doing at the casino? I'll give I'll you just, money to gamble for me. I'll just uh, put it on Oregon State. That's the only gambling I'll probably that, do. That doesn't take 11 hours. <laughs> it does if I want you to go to every sports book If you in slowly Vegas. slide the money I, over to the time. I will spend $1. I'll put $1 on Oregon State at every single sports book. <laughs> okay. You have to do that now or we're going to lose. Damn it. No. Why do you yep. do that? Why do you do shit like this? You got to do it. You, you offered have... that up. You offered it up. I was being facetious. When I'm saying now you said it, you put it in the you put it into the universe. You always do this when I'm being facetious. Yeah, I catch you on it. Reality check. You know what I'm most excited for? Don't so fuck this up. I think Terry. Terry, I think Terry, you had said this that you don't think Florida fans are going to travel for this game because it's a six and six Florida team. They're used to better. This is a depleted six and six Florida team. And it's Vegas, and Florida's far away from Vegas. But I think that they will show up because it's well, an it's, SEC school, it's and Vegas. it's football, and they're yeah, and it's Vegas. And they showed the Motor Center and, and, the day after Thanksgiving for yeah. basketball. There wasn't that many of them. One woman had a there cape, were, man. Yeah, there, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. And a cape is worth a hundred additional fans, as at we least, all know. At least. I'm excited to uh, to just be in that environment. I think it will be fun. Um, but, I mean, just like SEC takes football in a totally different way than what we're used to. And I haven't experienced that before, and I want to. So um, I, I'm excited for that part. Uh, and also, like, I haven't looked to see what the schedule is supposed to be. But part of like the experience of a bowl game is all of the pregame stuff like the night before and the I don't know if they'll have stuff in the morning leading up to probably right. not. But um, like they'll have awesome tailgates and all that sort of stuff. So it, it will be really fun down there. Yeah. And where that stadium's located, it's you know, it's it's very close to everything. Right. Uh, you and I will for sure be going to a lot of stuff near there. Uh, we'll be getting in and out at some point 100 percent. i love how <laughs> jp uh mini baby and super secret producer skinder and i were driving uh, <laughs> down to corvallis and back and for some reason in and out in salem just doesn't do anything for me but in and out in vegas like rep i think the first in and out i ever went to was the vegas in and out really well the mini baby want us to stop in salem at yeah. like 7 45 and i'm like i'm not waiting yeah. this line for two three <laughs> no hours way. No. so uh yeah we might get we might do in and out but we'll we'll get some good food for sure there's a there's a place uh, and just for those of you that are going down right next to in and out is gordon ramsey's fish and chips best fish and chips i've ever had in my entire life by a lot they're right. so good and you get yelled at by him when you order. Ooh, that can't be true. 
No, it's not, but it would be a, a great well, they could, they, addition. They could, they could play but a chip video the rip. doing that. By Chip the Rip. Yeah, it's not actually Gordon Ramsay. It's just Chip the Rip randomly screaming at you as you order fish and chips. Terry is so it's, mad because I no, told him. No, one, no one's going to request five seconds of Jay, chip. you please say five seconds of feel, feel good. good by Chip the Rip. I feel good. Don't I look tremendous? Damn, I feel so splendid. I walk up in your shin. Thank you. You're welcome. God damn it. I love that fucking song. We saw him in Portland together. We we did, yeah, yeah, in in like 2011. And, yeah, and or, my future wife. That was it. It was just us three. And he was. It was just the three of us. Yeah, there were a lot of nights like that that were the three of us. Where I was like, "Are you so you guys dating?" And you were like, "No." <laughs> it's like, oh, it's tight. It's just chill. Oh, <laughs> uh, take take me back to being 23 in Portland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't say any of our 23 year old listeners in Portland. Oh God, don't, don't you know, even like. You don't you're so jealous. You don't understand yet. You probably, you might understand a little bit. You probably understand a lot. Just appreciate Just, it. Yeah. Uh, Benny, who uh, is a player? It, it doesn't necessarily need to be a player. We're likely to lose. Whatever we've mentioned before, how uh, difficult it is to track with uh, eligibility, uh, given that so many players are still ha- have their COVID year to play with. Uh, if they want to come back, but just a, a player, uh, obviously not Rajon Wright or, or Luke Musgrave or Chance Nolan, but someone who we are expecting to see on the field, who you will for sure appreciate getting to see in person uh, at least one more time uh, in Vegas a couple weeks from now. Yeah, Jaden Grant. Um, sure. I, I think he's, I mean, a- I would imagine he's going to play like he definitely is going to be drafted. So I know a lot of those players that are planning on getting drafted sort of sit out the bowl game to avoid injury. Um, But I haven't heard anything about him sitting out the game. Uh, And he is, you know, one of, one of the few um, between him and Coletto that, that have been here since like the real dark days. (laughs) And so I think there's just a level of respect that goes out to those players that, stuck with the program when I think like, honestly, like any reasonable person would have all the reason in the world to transfer out and they didn't. And um, so really, really excited to see him. Um, the, the both of them, to be honest, but, but Jaden Grant for sure. Cause I think he was really um, the leader and all, all respect to everyone else, especially Rajon uh, in the secondary. But I think he was the leader of that secondary that, that we saw dominate so much this season. For sure. And just like the total service time getting to see him suited up one more time in the yeah. origin black and yeah, Coletto for sure. I think uh, mm-hmm. Coletto has got an NFL future of, of some kind. Uh, that's something I'll, I'm fascinated to see how NFL teams will approach Coletto in the pre-draft process. Uh, but, you know, he's a finalist for the Horning Award, and he could seal the deal with a, a big bull performance. Um, I know voters are are all different and weight these games differently, but it's it's a nationally televised time slot against an SEC opponent, as we've mentioned. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of uh, expecting a big game out of Coletto. I know he uh, uh, probably had, a, like, a slower finish than – uh, some of us were expecting uh, after the beginning of the season, uh, but he, obviously he was getting, you know, nicked up on, on a lot of plays and he was also just playing defense and special teams and offense and lead blocking and everything. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Smith will try to get Coletto in the end zone and have him as a big part of the game plan, especially with or contribute to an, an additional an end zone. Yeah. 
And then he'll probably repaint the field for the Raiders Patriots game the next day too. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll get they'll get it done in record time. Uh, so, I love I love both those picks. I have to say because like Coletto especially to me, I think and Terry like you're spot on. What, what will the NFL think of him? How right. will they use him? And you you look at some creative coaches in the NFL, and you could be like, I mean, as a Niners fan, you're like Kyle Shanahan could put this guy all over the field. Right. And then the talents there for the 49ers. Coletto and Juszczyk on the same team. <laughs> That's insane. It, I mean, like, he, there is some room for him to blow up. The problem is the, the team that's going to take him is the most desperate team that needs a guy like him to be the, uh, a hole plugger everywhere. And it won't, they won't have potentially the coach that will utilize him the best. I have fingers crossed that that is not his fate in the NFL because right. I do think he could be a very, very successful NFL player um, yep. being a, a jack of all trades. Um, but you guys are talking a lot about seniors, and that's who you're looking at for the bowl game. But honestly, I'm looking at Damian again. I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm not trying to be the guy who says he's, you know, our, our, our football representative of sorts for the belligerent beef athlete program. But I know he's hungry to get to, to kind of finish what he that wasn't was, able to. Get that 1K, baby. Yeah. But not even the 1K, like what he wasn't able to finish on Saturday last week. I mean, like, I know he wants the yeah. 1K. Like, that, of course. Well, how is he not driven by that? I know he wants another 100-yard gain. But there's something to be said about a guy who you could tell was like, all right, I understand why I can't get in this game right now. But I want to be out there, and he's chomping at the bit to get back out there to play for this team. And I'm really, really excited to see him kind of not only just like carry over that momentum from what he had going uh, against Oregon, not only get over that 1K hump, not only get over that, like, what, seven straight games of 100-yard rushing and set the record for Oregon State, not just freshman, but record for Oregon State. I mean, like all of those things, I'm sure he knows they're they're on the docket, but all he cares about is go out there. I mean, like I just had so much more to give on Saturday, and I didn't get the chance to do it, and he's going to do it now in front of a national audience, healthy, and at a bowl game against an SEC school to help us beat yep. an SEC team for the first time. That's going to be huge, and I'm really, really excited for that for him and, and for what that – means for the foundation of his legacy as an Oregon State athlete. Right. And can yeah. we talk about the absolute height of wholesome content? That was the picture of him, him juking that dude for the Ducks. I think it was on the long run that he ended up getting hurt on, but just that still of him breaking into the open field and the ear-to-ear -ear smile that was on his face in the middle of the game. <laughs> it's my favorite picture of an Oregon State football athlete probably ever like, who who gets caught with that big of a smile on their face in game action but you know what okay so two things on this because i've seen them i've seen the uh more raw photo and it got mixed up multiple times like it got cropped and then he got a ribbon you know trail behind him they did the uh the dropout so it's all orange with the with the one that we read we like just had to retweet finally but there was one, I think it might have been a story or something that, of him um, just like in real time. And it was like a natural photo. And you could really see how big the grid was on his face. But also you could see the people behind him, the players, the uh, the duck players, the defenders behind him, 
and how like dismayed they were and he's just happy as can be to be like yep i just beat them and i got more to go so there i wish i could find that original photo but uh i saw it and the man plays football with maybe more joy than I have seen in a long time. I think this is a game that, I mean, we talked about the spread going from what, five and a half to nine. Um, Once it was announced that the Florida quarterback, uh, Florida starting quarterback was not going to be playing. And again, Florida backup quarterback is also not going to be playing for very separate reasons. Um, But this is a game that Oregon state could really run away with. Now keep in mind, like, Backup players at an SEC school that made a bowl game and got six wins are still going to be really good, um, but they're they're not starters. And Florida did really struggle this year. And you get the sense with the amount of people that are going into the transfer portal that maybe the team chemistry isn't all that great. That's right. a total assumption, but that's sort of connecting the dots, I think. Um, whereas you look at Oregon State and their chemistry is really good. I think it also helps that this game is so close to the end of the regular season. So they're not just like sitting around for a month before the game. Right. Um, the, it, it has all the ingredients there for Oregon state to really pile it on. Um, it's a yeah. bowl game. So anything can happen obviously. And, and they're, they're super unpredictable, but um, I think Oregon state's favored by almost double digits for a very good reason. Right. And Florida wasn't good against the run this year, even when they were full strength. Right. So it it seems like a, a Smith Smith's not going to take these guys for granted at all. Uh, Billy Napier is a good coach in, the, in his first year at that program. Uh, it's but, the uh, and, and it's the Drew Chatfield uh, uh, revenge game. That's right, absolutely. Yeah. Andrew Savage season in full effect, baby. That's yeah, right. some uh, of his merch still has some Florida colors on NL Pro Shop. Ooh, ah, the plot thickens. <laughs> I got a question for you though. How many passes does Benny G throw in the bowl game? Oh man, twenty. Twenty. I bet mm. he throws twenty. Twenty. Okay, that's five a quarter. <laughs> I'm, I think I mean, he's gonna yeah. have a good game. Good, good game too. I think he's gonna get fifteen or sixteen out of twenty. Mm, yeah. Okay. I could. I could see that. So, there's, there's a couple of things here. Smith wants to win his first bowl game. So he, he's not going to go in with just you know a, a pedestrian game plan. I think he's going to try and mix it up. Uh, and also I think Gold Branson, this, this is his first, uh, I guess, aud- a formal audition. You could say the previous games were as well, but for going into on the record camp in a few months, yeah. yeah, to be like, you know, all right, like who else you got? Coach? He, he, he's not for, he's not for sure. Not winning the, the quarterback job in spring camp or, or in fall camp. And I'm not saying he hasn't had an opportunity to prove that he's the best quarterback, uh, for this school, but I think Smith's gonna gonna let him sling it a little bit, and I think the Vegas Bowl is a good opportunity. Uh, it's it'll be an interesting atmosphere. It's a bowl game, you know. It's a it's a t shirt and hat game. As but hey, it's the ultimate to. prize for this season. Yeah, and it's like you can get to ten games, you can get a bowl win for this program. So there will be the I think our players will feel pressure and they'll feel uh, warranted pressure. As yeah. they should. So I th- I think this is a game where it's like yeah the the game script didn't go uh, the way for our passing game against Oregon. Uh, spoiler alert: It was Oregon who we beat thirty eight thirty four without even <laughs> attempting a pass for most of the second half. Um, but yeah, you know every every game is completely different. So I I think you know we we have seen Gold Branson 
make great throws. We haven't seen him do it consistently. So, so give him a chance to even put uh, more on tape. And I think Smith is going to give him the opportunity to like, hey, make this decision as tough for me as possible next year. Uh, and I think that's why part of why Smith's a great quarterbacks coach. Uh, so I think he'll, I think he'll at least throw 20. I think much lower on that, that sort of list of reasons why we might see more passing than what's expected um, is like Harrison and Lindsay will end up on rosters uh, in the NFL. I don't know if they'll be, I, I don't think that either one of them will be drafted if they will it'll be in the late round, but I think Smith, I mean, that's sort of part of the bowl game too, is like getting them in the mix uh, for those scouts that are going to be watching the game too. So um, I could definitely uh, see the the passing game be a little bit more um, active than what we're used to. Well, maybe not so much like throws regularly, but he'll open up a couple drives with some deep balls, give one of those guys a chance on the jump ball, let them show themselves yeah. off a bit in front of a scout. It would be great if this could be a big Tyshawn game because he's another guy who's been around for a really long time and has done so much in things that don't show up in the box score for this program. Yep. So if you can get Tyshawn, like a 10 touchdown, 100-yard touchdown or two game in a bowl as his, his, his going away present, I would love that. That would be nice. Yeah, so – Anyway, uh, anything else on football before we uh, lodge our last football game predictions of the season? Do we want to talk about Transfer Portal at all? Or I guess we kind of did. We haven't talked about the elephant in the Transfer Portal room. Just Uh, real quick question for you guys. Real quick question for you guys. And then we'll move on. Is um, it's pronounced Uyunga Lale? I wasn't. I wasn't even <laughs> going there. And thank you, because that's part of the reason. But it's pronounced um, transfer what? portal, portal, <laughs> yes. autumnal. Uh, what are? Would you guys be excited for us to have? <laughs> like, do you want to see a a, tra- a quarterback transfer into the program, or do you want to do you want to just see what is going to happen with Ben Goldbranson and Aiden Giles? How, How many words do you want here? <laughs> Quick answer. About this. I was thinking about oh, this the other day, so I'll talk about it. I'm going to kind of cheat, and whatever Smith does, be happy. If he uh, signs a transfer portal quarterback, I trust Smith. If he doesn't, I trust Smith. And if it uh, is uh, a quarterback who uh, rhymes with uh, like TJ Ukulele, uh, I think he's got a lot of potential and connections to the West Coast and uh, connected with Smith when Smith was at the University of Washington. I believe I have five seconds left to wrap this up. So that would make me excited. But even if we don't, I'm good with the guys we got. Okay, so I'll flip the script on that because I will say two things. One, I don't know if I want a guy outright being the starter or name the starter uh, who – that's a different question. Well, no, no. I'm just saying, here's the situation. Who, uh, name rhymes with Kenny G, even though Kenny G ends with the same letter. It rhymes, Terry. Don't critique. I was um, Okay, good. So, I don't really know if I think that uh, Goldbranson is going to be the guy. I really don't. I do think that the guy whose name rhymes with X-Files is the guy. And that's Aiden Childs. And so I think that uh, unless we're going to get a transfer who is guaranteed one year because he's a grad transfer and that's it, then I want, I want a full-on QB competition in camp. But I do expect, if that's the case, that Aiden Childs wins it out. Um, I do think, though, if, if any transfer whatsoever comes in, 
as a bridge person, Gold Branson's going to transfer to. So mm. one of those is the outcome. It's an interesting take. Yeah, I um, I tend to think that a transfer would be ideal. But to your point, Jay, like I want one that's there for like one year and, and yeah. can really take yeah. Aiden under his wings. Um, but like putting a freshman quarterback in there, I know that there's been success uh, with with other schools of a freshman quarterback. Um, that's a tough, tough position to be an 18 year old kid and just come in and figure out the offense and totally like, right. So that's tough. Um, well, I want to interject really quick, but I, you can continue to make your point. But the one, the one thing I have to say is this, we've already had a very difficult and in, inconsistent quarterback play this yep. season in our offensive line and our receivers and our playmakers, and especially our running backs and our coaches have proven to be able to alleviate the the issues that are stemming from a new quarterback to a to being a everyday college quarterback. Yep. And why does it matter if it's third year freshman Bengal Branson or first year freshman Aiden Childs when he's got a more experienced backfield behind him? He's got great receivers around him still, and he still has one of the best offensive lines. In college football, why is that? Why, why is that any different? So, like, what I, I understand where most people are coming from, saying like it's going to be tough to hand the reins over to a freshman. Mm-hmm. But aren't we kind of seeing those same mistakes already this year, and we've alleviated a lot of them, if not almost all of them, since we made the change to Goldbranson? Yeah, I think we saw though what happens when you p- put the offense on a freshman quarterback's shoulders, right? And not saying that like Aiden Childs might come in and pick up the offense way quicker than Goldbranson did, um, but I think. I guess where I'm coming from, and this could be totally different next year too, is that if we had, and we're a positive podcast, so I'm not I'm not saying that Chance or Goldbranson were not good quarterbacks, but if we had a really good quarterback, we would have been 11 and one and potentially playing in the college football playoffs. It's just crazy to say. Yeah. So like that's where I'm coming from. Of like, I would love to have an experienced quarterback that came in, um, but you also have a very young offense with all the receivers damian velling like um and so if you could have all of them sort of grow up together that would be really cool to see too i just don't know if you'd be sacrificing next year for that that's my that's my next question is like let's say next year we bring in a grad transfer we we bridge the seasons and we win nine games again Mm -hmm. we go to a pretty decent bowl game yep well now we've got everyone another year older yeah and then now we've got a maybe redshirt freshman quarterback Mm -hmm. at the helm Mm -hmm. who didn't get that experience with them when they were sophomores or you know juniors yep that's why i campaigned for childs is solely because i know we want the trajectory but benny you're an investor you like you understand sometimes the dip goes down you buy the dip and it keeps climbing and and that's just the way that the market moves. And if you're buying at Oregon State right now, hold because it's still moving up. And when we get a guy like Charles, who's very promising and will be so such a massive threat in this offense with Lindgren and Smith, I mean, just just insane what what the difference will be having an 18 year old freshman come in and be at the helm. I'm not saying that we saw what happened with, with Damien this year, Smith and Linger, especially Smith, they don't hand the reins over to freshmen. Terry, you called this out in August. It, it's clear 
that he makes freshmen earn their stripes, right? Right. And so I don't expect us to come out of camp and be like, Aiden Childs is the guy. And we'll probably see a little bit of like the Sam Neuer and Chance Nolan, you know, well, what if? We don't know. Like, we're not going to talk about this until the game. Everyone's everyone's potentially the guy um, until it happens. But I do think if you if we lean in on Childs next season, let's say we, we win eight games, that is so much bigger for the growth of our program over the next three to four years than it is bridging with one guy, winning nine again, winning ten again maybe, and then going to the freshman and being like, here you go. Nothing's different. Now you're here for one year. Good luck. It's a risk either way because a year of just learning the playbook and watching a grad transfer cook, let's be optimistic and say someone like DJ comes here, we win 10 games uh, total. That would be characterized as a good season again. There's a lot that can be – Good against uh, with that, but also you're running the risk of a guy like Aiden not developing as well as he would have had he been in there. Or having the overlapping um, windows. Or having the overlapping windows. But then there's also the risk of you put a young guy in there uh, be- before they're ready, uh, stunting growth, and if it goes you know pear-shaped and you know you have to deal with you know fans calling for for replacements and things like that uh it can get ugly quickly and that's just part of the game and so i'll have an opinion closer to <laughs> fall camp for sure based on everything i read uh and what we hear from our, our friends who will be covering the team much more closely uh, and will be in those practices and uh hearing the coaches reactions to that um, and we'll, we'll have this whole off season to talk about grad transfer and quarterbacks and shit like that too. So we don't need to figure this out tonight, but I lean more towards the cautious side just in general. Uh, but yeah, I, but also what, how I answer this question, I trust Smith, whatever Smith does. Yeah. I will, I will trust a hundred percent. It does feel, uh, and this will be the sort of last point I make is it does feel like this team is building um, for a like a real shot in in 2024 2025 like that is where i'm sort of circling as if if things continue on this trajectory you're going to have all these players that are getting so much valuable experience right now um they're all going to be you know uh, by that point sophomores and juniors or juniors and seniors and um could be a really scary team especially i mean i'm looking at it more from an offense perspective but um be a really really scary team for sure and i and i think you have to look at that in in comparison for next year next year if we if we go uh seven and four we we might do that quite honestly because our defense i don't think is going to be as good we we may go seven and four we might have a little bit of a step back in order to take that giant leap forward i think yeah so i i I totally agree with you it'll be interesting for sure and uh, i i fully expect we will see more uh uh names in the portal uh from from oregon state uh that's just kind of the way this thing works but hopefully it's uh no one we're expecting to play a pivotal role uh next year uh though you know <laughs> the way that oregon game played out uh you, you, you can never really predict predict that um who's going to be uh in in the driver's seat uh come the end of the year but at this point it this coaching staff has completely won me over i trust yeah. i trust them uh fully in in any decision that that comes if it and i don't know if uh 
Aiden is going to graduate early and then come here, come to Corvallis in the spring and uh, partake in spring camp. I don't know if that's been reported yet. Maybe it has. I'm not sure. Uh, but what Smith says is you know, what I will go with. And we've got guys that have cle- clearly uh, played super hard. And like I said, people, you know, you can complain about Branson and you know, 60 yards in a game, <laughs> 60 yards by way of the forward pass in a game in 2022 is not a lot. What do you want out of your backup quarterback? You want him to come in, steady the ship, and not even necessarily prevent you from winning games. And we lost one game with him starting right. against a ranked team, a highly ranked team on the road. In, in crazy weather. A fucking wind tunnel. Yeah. Gil Branson did fantastic. I'm just throwing it out there that when you have like you there's a best case scenario when your quarterback gets hurt and a backup quarterback comes in and this exceeds that best case scenario that most fans have uh in their head uh so it'll be interesting going forward but yeah i'm not gonna think about that while we're in vegas uh, i'm just gonna have fun with my boy yeah i'm a beaver fam if you're in vegas let us know i i before i had my flight Benny was, you know, tweeting up a storm about how he's going to be in Vegas, and I saw people responding. Uh, so I, I, I know we'll have a good Vegas contingent of Bebe's listeners. Uh, oh yeah, you guys always show up. We can always count on y'all and show out. Damn right, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna get out of here uh, pretty soon so that JP can uh, go uh, try and go to sleep for the next forty nine hours, uh, and <laughs> actually actually sleep for forty nine minutes of it. Uh, but we need to get our last predictions of the season in. And Benny, I want to start with you. We are ten and three. Right. We are nine and three. Ooh. Oh. Shows where, uh, shows where I'm going with my shocking prediction. You better at every sports book and put a dollar <laughs> on the beams. Everyone, every single one, and not eat wings for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> we are nine oh, and no, three. Three win shy of. The prediction that you had at the beginning of the season for this point of the season, yeah. Uh, but you can still get pretty close, Benny. Oregon State, Florida again. Anthony Richardson not walking through those doors. What do you think the the final is? And any other details you care to share for our listeners now? Yeah, I think Oregon State wins. Uh, I'll say thirty five to seventeen, where Florida gets some garbage points at the end of the game. Um, I like Florida's offense is really depleted. Having a third string quarterback make their first start in a bowl game is just going to be weird. They're going to be out of sync. Um, I think, and Oregon state's defense has all the reason to play like this is a, a big game, which I think it is in their eyes. And so I think Oregon state's defense really wins the game. Uh, which allows the the offense to to shine as well. Awesome, JP, our our very sick Portland dad. That's me. Uh, if, do you guys remember what I predicted our bowl would be at the beginning of the season? Uh, was it the Vegas Bowl? I think it was. Yeah, it was the Vegas Bowl, baby. I said we- Viva Las Vegas. Beaver Las Vegas. Yeah, is that you a thing? That? I, I Beaver. Yeah, Beaver Las Vegas. You didn't hear me pronounce that that way. Well, you you have more congestion <laughs> than than a running play in the 1888 Harvard Yale <laughs> game. So <laughs> there there it is there it is. So I'm God sorry it. if I 
didn't quite get the pronunciation. Viva Las Vegas. All right. So uh, I did say though that we would uh, en enter this game nine and three. We'd go to the Vegas Bowl. Um, that we would be facing off with Ole Miss, but they're going close. to the Texas. They're going to the and, Texas Bowl. So I thought I wanted to see Lane. Dude, Vegas with Lane would be so epic. We yeah. would see him at the craps table at like yeah. 3 a.m. Oh, the night before the game. Oh, that'd be a great chapter of Bebe's history if Lane was in Vegas. So scratch, scratch that half that part of the prediction. I did say that Martinez, I said this, in August or when do we say this? Do this August? Yeah. Martinez breaks one for 82 to open the game, and the Beavers never look back. And I'll stick with this: 17 to seven win. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, I will obviously be happy if either of those things happen because I want to see Wayne State pick up their 10th win of the season. I believe my bowl prediction had us in the Rose Bowl, uh, beating Michigan, which has not come to fruition. Uh, had a chance there for for a sec, but uh, not not quite everything falling our way. Uh, I think we uh, Florida a weak run defense uh, will expect us to come out running, uh, and I think we're gonna catch them uh, by surprise with a, a good old let let Benny sling it a little bit and uh, come out pass heavy and then then ride uh, our great running game to a victory. And I will be logging the first official dead on full wehage of the season, a forty-two fourteen win. Nice with three three touchdowns to so the nice. air, three touchdowns on the ground. If he plays, two picks by Jaden Grant, the swan song of his amazing beaver career nice Love it. it has to be better than the last bowl game i was at which was i mean it could be worse i guess but it was a 3-0 win against we Pitt. shut down Lashawn shady mccoy yeah <laughs> you didn't love seeing that dude it was so windy there and uh yeah 3-0 bowl game you're expecting more fireworks the windiest day of all time in el paso beats a non-windy day anywhere else that's that's true. That is a fact. <laughs> Benny's just gonna go to the Sun Bowl no matter who's who's there. <laughs> I'll just start working for CBS so I can just go to the Sun Bowl. Hell yeah, uh, Mr. Sun Bowl himself. That was Benjamin Lawrence, Sebastian Weehage, aka Bedlam, because he's fucking crazy. One last crazy prediction for this season. It actually, wasn't that crazy, but you know. AKA Benny with the good quaff. He's in Tacoma at Benny L1986. What a year that was. Such a good year. Such a great year. Uh, on the social media channels, give Benny a follow. Uh, and still alive, might be breathing through a tube. Uh, he's Barely. had, if you uh, have tried to buy Dayquil or Nyquil in the uh, Portland area in the last day or two and couldn't you can't jp has an army of instacart shoppers raiding <laughs> every pharmacy bringing every bottle of nyquil and dayquil to his house so i'm sorry I'll to tell everyone you else price. with a cold in portland in december <laughs> he is in the trio j at the underscore underscore trio underscore j because he's too trio to be real and at jp bertram on instagram John Patrick Bertram in NEP, baby. 
And me, I am Terry Horstman, at Terry Horstman, on the Twitters, uh, at Terrence Horstman, on your Instagram, still trying to figure out how to play reels longer than one minute. I fucked up earlier and played a three-minute-long reel, and it only played one minute. <laughs> Tell me you're older than Gen Z without telling me you're older than Gen Z, chap. Um, that was terrible. I'll uh, never do it again until next episode. Hit us up. If you're in Vegas, let Benny and I know we want to have a drink with you and celebrate the Beavs' wonderful season. Please follow us at Beavs on Twitter until it dies. At BelligerentBeavs on Instagram. BelligerentBeavs on Facebook. BelligerentBeavs something or other on Mastodon, Friendster, MySpace, datpiff.com because we fuck with mixtapes like that. Tick. Talk tick tack as well. I like the orange flavor. That yes. is my shit. That's that is candy. It is candy. <laughs> it is. But so good. so good. So good. And also in each and every one of your hearts, Beaver fam. Uh, oh, happy day indeed. The Beavers still nine and three. Uh, recent reports still indicate that the final score out of recent was 38-34 without even passing the fucking ball. We don't get sick of that shit. Thank you for listening to episode 74 of the Belligerent Beavers podcast. Please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Write us a review. Suggest the show to a friend, your loved ones, your parents, the duck fans in your life. They need a great beaver podcast to show them what they're missing out on. You know, that's our that's our missionary work. Uh, on, and in addition to actual missionary. So, <laughs> give this shit. Anyway, and please tune in again next time, uh, Beaver Fam. We love you. Go beef, chop them. And remember, you can't spell chop them without hope. Chop them. Chop them. <laughs> chop them. <laughs> Bring back Bernice. We're done.